0: Hey guys, I'm Annie. And this is Vic. You're listening
1: to the self-development podcast, Growth from the Inside Out.
0: We want to provide you with the tools to transform your body and your mind while stepping into your authentic self. It just just starts with Eddie's breath. breath. (laughs) I'm not breathing like (laughs) because I'm so excited.
1: (laughs) That's so funny. All I hurt with your breath.
0: Like Oh, right. Okay, so today we're talking about life work balance. And the reason why we have put it as life work balance is because not my dyslexia, but because people really say work life when actually life is first.
1: Or it should be first. should be first. It should be
0: first. Yes. So we're just going to go into a deep dive of basically it's. <laughs> wow. Well, would you, it's would you
1: like to read that list out loud again? Um, yeah. The list of yeah. like all the areas, I guess, of human living. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. So I think it will stem onto something else that pinged in my mind like a light bulb. So, all the different factors in life you've got your career, your business. That's one, one section. You've got your family, your friends. So, that's connection. You've got romantic and relationships. You've got personal development, finance, and net worth as a whole different category you've got your hobbies and the playful side and then you've got oh spiritual so the spiritual side of things and then your health and your and your fitness so there's about eight different categories within life and what tends to happen especially like now specifically is people tend to tick maybe two boxes and really do them well. And a lot of the time it can be the career, business, and some aspects, net worth, finances. And actually, it's better to have a balance. And it's not just sort of like career and business is, is important because people, humans are here to create as well, but we're not here to work. And creating sometimes... It gets to the point where this is an, an example I was going to say uh at the gym the other day I overheard someone go oh that person on Instagram is so successful in what they do I wonder how much money they earn mm-hmm. and I, I, and I instantly thought in my head okay so yes this person has a, a good following yes they've got their own business and yes they they've put the work in and got the coaching that they need to do that. And I recognise that and probably you would as well in, in a scenario like this because you've gone and got the coaching yourself to better yourself. But at the same time this person I knew quite like person like well and knew that their life was was work. So other aspects of this of the sections of you know your health, your fitness or I don't know, your your family connection. Something else has to give. So what you see and what you perceive as successful might not be the same for somebody else. Someone might look at success as, I don't care if I have no money. I don't care about, you know, having a business, doing that. All I care about is, say, my health or, you know, human connection, family. So it can really differ. And I think that's what the important of this sort of podcast is about for
1: sure yeah and I think what's really important there is something has to give because like I feel like there's so many people that and I mean I kind of include myself in that because I like to do a lot of things at the same time but then the problem is that you can all like you can only do these things so well so And there's, I feel like there's a level of um, obsession that comes in if you really want to do or like give something your, like you say, give it your all. Well, if you want to give something your all, there has to be a level of obsession that comes with that because other things are, yeah, they're not going to be as important to you because this one thing, it just kind of takes over, which is okay. And I feel like it then is a very, um, it's a very, it's a, it's a self-made decision. Like you have made the choice that you're gonna want to do this one thing, and you're aware, um, of I don't know, maybe your your family or your friends not being, you know, up there in like first or second place because the other things they're gonna take over, and you you're gonna miss out. Um, I think a lot of people just don't realize that, or, you know, they're not that aware about that. And then in the end they regret. And I think that's really bad if you start regretting after you've done X, Y, Z. But, um, have we talked about values? Cause I think that's where it all starts. I feel like, or that's where I feel like you could, um, start to maybe, even make your own little pie chart of like you know, yeah you know like how much of everything i actually really care for or like what maybe do i already have like how do i spend my time at the moment and like how much is my uh, my spiritual and my health life i think that's for most people that starting the um self development journey that's that wouldn't be that much because maybe they have a 9 to 5 job so that already takes a lot of the free space to be honest with you um and then let's say a lot of my clients have um kids as well so children they're going to take a lot of your time your effort your your love your soul almost so if you have Full time job and you have two kids. I, I would say that even more than fifty percent of your pie chart are taken.
0: Yeah. Do you know so, this, this is a really good this is such a good topic. This is such a good topic if everybody is different. Everybody is different in this scenario. And like you said, like I think it comes down to what popped in my head was the language that you use to support your behaviour or whatever it is, because some, you can look at it in two aspects. People either want to focus on their strengths with something that's working well, because it's safe for the nervous system to do. So AKA, you know, uh, the routine of looking after someone or being that nurturer, because it's a safe thing to do, because it's what you know, and you're good at it. Or people can look at it in the way of, right, this is my weakness, and I'm going to really hound in on this. I know, I, I know this from my own experience, When I I hit a point where I was like, I need to do a lot of self development and work on myself. And it got to the point where I actually left the job I was doing to do it full time. And I did that for about nine months. And I did not have that balance of this work. Yes, I was at the moment, I was setting up my own sort of work and business. So that I did have a bit of time, but I was working 20... Like, literally, my work life was my self-development. And it can go to a two extremes. So what popped in my head was, okay, so you have the weakness side. I work on this because I have a weakness and I haven't spent as much time on it. And it comes from a place of fear and anxiousness. Or you can look at it, I work on my strengths because I'm good at it and it's safe mm-hmm. my nervous system. And at that point, it actually... As well, it's like a place of fear because you don't want to be bad at something or you want to keep going with something that you're good at because it is safe. So it's it's very interesting, the values, but the language that you use towards it, why are you doing it? And if it's like a protector part of you that's like, oh, I'm doing this because I've got to pay the bills. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, I
1: just wanted to say that with the money, I feel like that's where it comes in a lot. Yeah.
0: Do you want to say more about that? I can tell you're firing up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no. I actually had a, another idea uh, with the inf- influencer that you were mentioning, because like, I don't know who you're talking about. But generally, I think when you then put it that way, like, oh, I wonder how much money he's making. Well, I wonder which part he's not succeeding at or, you know, like, well, what does he not have? Maybe he has the the business and he has the money, but he doesn't have a girlfriend. He doesn't have... A lot of family contacts, maybe, you know, you never know what the person is missing. Um, and so, if you're so focused on, oh, the money, the bills, I got to pay, like you said, you're always in fear. You're always stressed out about it. You're always going to put this very bad energy into this one thing. And all you're thinking about is the negative. And I don't think that you can go anywhere from this place, because you're, it's like you're running in this, um, how do you call it, the hamster wheel, Mm -hmm. where you're just like, you know, you're like running laps, but you don't, you don't go anywhere, and I think, or sometimes, that's what it feels like to me, when I listen to people talk about their nine to five jobs and kids and it just sounds like this hamster wheel. It's like, Oh yeah, no, I have to do this. I have to do that. I gotta do. And like, like you said, language, I have to, I got to, I must, it's always very, it's like, they're, they're carrying this big burden of life and they have to do this, this terrible thing called life. Um, and I think that's where the self-development work that you also chose to do comes in so handy because it, it changes the way that you look at these things. Cause you're not going to see life as a burden anymore. And that's the most important switch. You know, when you start to see life differently and you slowly put different words to it, like I get to do this, or I choose yeah. to do this, or I want to do this. And then you can start thinking about your, your values, what you want to do, how do you want to spend your time? And yes, that's another big leap because how are you going to do this yes you do have to pay some bills um yes you're probably going to have to feed your children but then slowly starting to I guess fit the puzzle pieces all together you know yeah once you've changed your your outlook on these things
0: yeah this is you know this is so true so true as well and when it, you can speak about this is either an individual okay what is your pie like how much of your pie have you got work but if you're actually in a couple okay well actually split this or balance it what's both of your pies like Mm. and how much does one person want to have more of something than the other which one values something more than the other because you're a team that's actually a really good point you know back like obviously years ago it was very much a common thing for women to cook clean look after the kids but now actually it's it's pretty equal it's pretty equal in terms of work as well so look if you're if you're alone then you have your own pie if you're in a couple yes there's two pies going on but put your fingers in more different pies you've got basically two pies towards <laughs> yourself Do you know what i mean <laughs> I love how you said that. <laughs> oh god. I've got but pie, yeah, that's, that's... crumble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so many pies. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> but yeah, no, totally. Um and that's where I totally understand this overwhelming sensation of, you know, t- just just too many pies. <laughs> just too too many, many pies. Just too many things being there to take care of like, Yeah. Like you said with a partner, like then you're, I don't know, all of a sudden you're going to have to take care of his family as well. And it's just like so many things that add up, um, that at some point I think you're going to have to take away before you add, And that's, that's hard because people always think they cannot take anything away. I think that's really where people stand. Like I said, like, no, I have nine hours of work, I have two children and I have to do all these things. Um and that's actually something that my coach oh um she once told me that and I keep on revisiting that advice for me cuz we always want to do less. Like we we tend to think, oh I can't do this. I do this first and then I can. You know, we make ourselves very very small. Um and she was like, "Well, Rather than saying, oh, I can't do this. Maybe I'll do that later because I can't afford it. Like, what would you have to do to afford this and that? How many clients do you need? How many hours do you have to work? Um, And I think what also a lot of people are not aware of, what do you actually at the moment spend your money on? Do you smoke? That's a question that I ask a lot of people because honestly, I, I mean, that might sound really mean from a person who's like in fitness and doesn't do all these things, but still... If you tell me, well, I can't afford this and I can't afford that, it's a priority. Because if you can spend, I don't know, how much are cigarettes at the moment? Like fucking 10 bucks? I I don't even know. But like a lot of money, a lot of fucking money. Um, It's all in the priorities that you set and also the habits, because this is also a habit, spending money or, you know, the things that you buy or the things that you consume, the time that you spend on these things. Um, I feel like every time you think you're stuck in like you're having to do so and so many hours of this and this and that look at the things that you're actually doing and then look at the time that whatever smoking a cigarette will take buying the box will cost Mm. and try to see what you can actually cut out that Mm. doesn't support the life that you want to create or the person that you want to become because obviously I can get that if you see that your day is just like overflowing and you can't add any more that's legit but what can you actually take away and sometimes that is hard and that's not going to sound good to you but then you have to make a choice either you're going to keep on sitting there where you feel like oh everything is terrible I don't have time I'm speaking for myself as well because that used to be me (laughs) or you know you just like you take the, the shit cart and you're like, okay, I'm gonna do the hard thing. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna hate this. I hate not smoking. I hate not eating this and that, or I hate not going out. But you're creating a new persona because the person that's speaking, that's your old self, that is just used to all the things that you've been doing, and that is going to be uncomfortable. There, we're back at like change, change, uncomfortable. You know, all of that stuff, self development, da 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 da. But I think it's also very true for this like life and work thing because work mm-hmm. it can just take over, and I don't think that's long term healthy.
0: For yeah. Anyone. But, do you know two things that popped up for me there when I was listening to you? In order to make a change to limit these things, like take away first before you add, comes objection. And what are those objections? And the main ones are time and money. So you went into money, like a lot, like I can't do this because X, Y, Z. Yes, you've got to pay bills. Time-wise, look at your time. How much time? This is a really good exercise that I actually had was look at the time in your day. And how many? Like, and literally list exactly what you yeah. did today. Yeah. And what is? But it's from Billy, isn't it? Go on, Billy. And uh, it's okay. So, what you did in your day? What What activities or things you did in that day is nurturing, and what's devoting? And When you list and see all the D's, oh, I can probably take that out. Or you know, oh, it's
1: draining, isn't it?
0: Yeah yeah draining. actually it is draining draining um and then when you actually look at it like i'll be i'll totally own up to this one of mine when it came to time was if i looked at something i was like oh i haven't got time for that because we're all guilty of saying it like mm. we're not on a, like a pedestal with like you should do this my problem at one one stage was um okay i had an hour slot like that i was free oh i don't have the time it was this particular sort of course that i was doing at the time don't have the time don't have the time well i had this hour slot where i would just be scrolling scrolling on instagram and what have you heard what they're saying now like in terms of 10 years from now people are going to view social media like it's cigarettes Mm -hmm. because it's an obsession. because like nervous system wise it's it's like in your subconscious to grab your phone to do that and it's it's almost like a cigarette. You grab it and it's like a subconscious thing that you... Have you
1: ever deleted or moved the app?
0: Um, I have. You fucking-
1: are <laughs> automatically going back. Like your thumb is going to do the same swiping movement where that app used to be, even though yeah. it's not there anymore. Like literally every time I do that, I'm like, fuck
0: me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I, I always had that um, the Safari app in a typical, particular place. Yeah. And, and I, get, I know what you mean. So I'm like, oh, uh... <laughs> scary though, isn't it? It is. Oh, so for sure. Scary. And
1: like look at the screen time. Apple even gives you the screen time. It's scary. It like,
0: scary. Like
1: look at it. How many hours a day and then in a week you would be having if you just drop your phone. Not yeah. saying that we don't need phones. You know, a lot of us work on them, all of that, of course. But still <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs>
0: Do you know what I've noticed as well? So, guys, I, I had a, like a complete social media detox for a week. The first few days, um, probably up to like three and a bit days, it was so unintentional and I actually was not posting at all. And what I had noticed is I can really understand why this is like cigarettes because mm. what had happened was I didn't post for maybe like, Two, two weeks but didn't put anything on my stories for about four days and I would go from x amount of views which was my normal decent amount and it was cut down probably to about 10th and I can see why people it's like a fear-based me- mentality again I can see why people look at it and think if I'm running a business online I need to keep this up if I'm mm. doing this because the algorithms. And it's putting people in state of fear again because it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna get seen, and it's that thing of being seen—the yes. inner a child. I Absolutely, need to be seen. I need to be heard. It's it's scary. It was so scary, but it was such a detox for me that it made me think. Actually, when I put that energy into myself, I'm like two weeks ahead rather than one. It was so. It was incredible. It was incredible.
1: Yes, I can totally understand that. And from the other side as well, like, because I did that where I put the, I deleted the app from my, um, my private phone. Cause I was like, you're not gonna like, you don't want to spend your free time on Instagram. If you're on there, you want to be either consuming content that is going to educate you, help you, inspire you, whatever, or you want to be creating So you are going to put this on your work phone. So that helped because I didn't have the, oh yeah, I'm just going to scroll. Like, no, 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 no. Either you got to look at like videos or reels that others do, you know, make a post, make your stories, whatever. And every time I did have the work phone, I was like, oh, now's the time and I can look at it. I felt this rush of like, I don't even know what everyone has been up to. Oh my God. It's this thing of connectedness that we get from this app, which is, it's not real, but it kind of is, especially within times of this pandemic situation where we might feel disconnected anyways with like the home officing and all of that stuff. Like we don't really see people. And then I kind of took this app away from me and only through taking it away, I've noticed, oh my gosh, I did feel a sense of being connected because of the scrolling, because of the consuming, because of the seeing people. I was like oh my gosh that's really scary like fuck. yeah so yeah i think same thing again being aware and really being conscious of how you use social media how you use apps and your time like where you put your energy your effort your priorities um like you said this list where it also comes from is um the book atomic habits from james mm-hmm. clear and he does the same thing with habits And I think it's actually an amazing thing to do for anything. A list of plus, zero, minus. Does it add to whatever you wanna do? Is it just like, it's neutral? It doesn't, you know, doesn't do anything good, but it's not really bad for you? It doesn't like negatively influence you or does it negatively influence you? So it takes away from your productivity from, I don't know, whatever thing you really wanna be doing. And that's where most people already fail because they don't want to make a list of things they do period mm. you yeah. know but if you did and if you would spend it's like with tracking your macros right first thing i tell people write down everything that you eat and drink everything you consume everything Oof, that's the first burden <laughs> you know? yeah. but it's the same thing with the habits or with the time or whatever you try to track tracking it builds awareness and awareness is usually the first step to waking up to like oh, to seeing it black on white on paper and this um, can be it can be a shock because I think most people even though they know it they don't see it and so it doesn't really exist and then as soon as they see it they're shocked by the time they spent the money they spent the things they do What things actually really, like you said, drain them Um, and how little of the things that we're doing really nourish us and give us positivity. And if your job is something that always is on this negative side, like I said, I never, I'm always like, (laughs) I tell my girls, like, I don't always want to tell you guys to quit your jobs, (laughs) but, (laughs) you know, like, look for the positive. Like, what is it that you could be doing within maybe your profession or maybe within your company? Like, Be creative, reach out, talk to your supervisor, to your boss, to your coworkers, whoever, and see like, how can you put all those minuses into the, into the, um, the zeros or maybe even into the pluses and the positives. Like where are the positives in your life? Same with, um, your time off. Like, is it actually nourishing to come home, eat a bag of chips on the couch? And fall asleep while the TV is on. Is it actually nourishing? Or is it just something that you've gotten used to? Because you're so overwhelmed by your minus, minus, minus day of work.
0: Mm, oh, good one. That's a good one. Because I think
1: that's also just a coping mechanism.
0: Yeah, it is. It, you, know? It, you know, that is so true. That's so true. It's a coping mechanism. And, and yes. you know... God, you've actually hit the nail on the head there. No, te- no I'm curious. Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> There's a question. <laughs> I want the question. And he loves a question. Okay, so give me an experience that you've had that was a lesson learned in terms of, you know, let's talk about that um, atomic habits or, you know, plus or minus zero in that pie. So we're getting really specific now. I can never say like, it.
1: Wait, you mean like what was what I thought was um, a plus, but then turned out to be a minus or a zero?
0: Yeah. So for example, a situation where, you know, you, it may, might be that you didn't have that awareness that you might be doing, say, more work instead of play Um, how you realized it. And give me your experience on it.
1: Well, um, so just the beginning of the year. I feel like I could, um, that's a good example. Yes. Beginning of the year, um, I had this goal of something, um, and I knew I would want to make this and that much money so I can't afford that and that course or that and that whatever. It wasn't anything that I was like, oh, I need this new bag or pair of shoes. No, it was actually something, you know, where, I would actually gain something from, I can grow from, but still, I would have to put in the work to make that and that money to, you know, get into that course, whatever. Anyways, I was like, okay, great, amazing. Now's the time. Like, I'll go for it, put down the hours, do the work, da 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 da. And I was in the zone and I actually did hit that goal before the time that I had set for myself. And I was like, huh. Yes, I'm proud, but I was also so drained at the end of these months that I was like, oh fuck. (gasps) That was like a sprint. Mm. And after a sprint, you're gonna have to rest. And so then you're in this very low phase of not being able to do anything after a period of doing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Now that's the question. Do you want periods of sprints and rests or would you rather kind of like do the marathon thing and be in the middle but still be able to like have some rest days and have some days where you're like oh, okay maybe you know 3 hours more okay but not 5 hours more or not all day um and at that point in time honestly i was like yes i'm super proud i made that money i'm super proud i earned it cuz this is something that i feel like people do want to experience as well earning things themselves but at that point I was like, it's not really worth it. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't worth the, the sacrifices that I made looking back and the way that I felt after, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I'm like totally, yes, you do need money. You do need to pay some bills. You do want to have food on your plate. Definitely. But, and I think there's actually, there's numbers. There's like, um, there's data on that. How much money you need to make to be kind of like, to, to like really not worry about anything. And everything that you make after, it's not going to add your, to your happiness or to your state of um, being being, um, being content with life. There is a, there's a limit and you just need to make that much money and then you're good. You don't need more money. There's no point. Everything that's added is just, it's just extra and it doesn't make you happier actually. So I, that's why I'm like, I don't think that the money actually makes you happy. It is the things that you do that bring you joy and if you can spend your day with things that bring you joy, that's, that's real wealthiness, you know, to be able to be able to do that. And, um, if you, I don't know, not, if you don't make thousands and thousands of dollars, that's still fine because if you're fulfilled in the work that you do, then you are gonna be happy because if you make that much money, but all you do is sacrifice and you can't really enjoy any of the days that you spend, then you're not you're not wealthy at all.
0: You're not living, you're not healthy. There's gonna be a time where you're gonna be done for sleep, like sleep deprivation or stress as well. So that's interesting that experience. Very interesting. Yeah. And I don't mean
1: I'm not I'm not speaking about hundreds of thousands of dollars here, right? Like, <laughs> but still,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, still yeah. it
1: was an experience, you know? Um, so now I'm way more, instead of like you said, like, oh, I have an online business. Like I have to show up. Like I have to be there and like attract people. Da, da, da. At the moment, I'm rather like, oh, I'm so grateful for the clients that I do have. And I do want to do as best as I can for them and all the rest will come in time when i am ready i'm at this point i'm i'm not really trying to you know shout out the rooftops and be super loud i just really want to like be present with the things that i do so whatever of that work shines out will attract yeah and that at this point especially with the entire corona situation going on I'm, I'm very happy and I'm very grateful and I'm okay with that because it also gives me the time to, I just started to uh, teach myself how to play the guitar. Um, I do my jigsaw puzzles, which makes me so happy. And I have so many things that, um, I have my clients do this as well. A list of, if you don't have a lot of pluses on that list, right? What are the pluses? What would pluses be for you? Like, make a list. And I always go back to um, your childhood, actually. Like, what did you enjoy? When you were a child, what did you enjoy? Like, which things did bring you actual joy? Like, do you remember playing, I don't know, with, like, little dolls? Or for me, it's puzzling. I love jigsaw puzzles. Addicted. Um, Knitting. You know, like, what do you really, really enjoy? And... Mm -hmm sometimes you feel super dumb as an adult to be like, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, take my wool out and knit. Like, why not? Like, yes. Why not? And yes. I think this is so beautiful because it comes back to like everything that we preach in fitness. It's not about the end product. It's about the process. It's about the process of puzzling, of knitting, of whatever it is that you enjoy doing um, that it's all about, you mm. know? and if you can start to include these pluses into your days into your routines you actively start to add more joy mm, and make yeah. this more playful like you always say because i feel like especially if we go back to this beginning scenario with 9 to 5 job two kids you're not going to be playful a lot you're you're really going to be you're going to be a robot you're going to be working you're going to be Drum! I have, I must, I will, I do, and you're not really, you're not. How you, how are you gonna say that? I think you always do the masculine and the feminine, right? So you're gonna be a lot in the masculine, right?
0: Yeah, you're doing a lot rather than receiving and just being. Yeah,
1: and that's the working mom. That is the working mom because they sacrifice their themselves for work and children
0: out of love,
1: but still.
0: But also, guys, you've got to think as well. Like, I'm only speaking from my own experience. So, I'm someone that uh, I don't have children or anything like that. But when it comes to, you know, the masculine feminine balance of the doing and receiving in each of the pies, so we're talking work, you know personal development how much you're receiving back from that just in your outlook of life your relationships actually is there a balance is someone giving too much because that that can get ugly and that can go downhill your hobbies you know Vic your puzzles me my painting how much am I doing and how much do I get out of that you know and that that goes down to like that's finding what you enjoy as well so and all the other ones, you know, your healthy fitness, is it, you need to look at it in health and fitness, babe, when yeah. people, when people have a, say, athletes, when they have a competition in mind, when they're doing, 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 showing up, showing up, showing up, but that's an extreme, the feminine is when, you know, how much are you receiving from that particular sport? How much are you, so you can look at it in all different aspects, really. And as long as you have the balance within each pie and you look at each pie and think, well, how much is this taking my time? How much is this? You know, I had this, one of my experiences was I had, this is the world of Annie back in the day. I have all the money in the world for self-development. I have all the money in the world to learn, to do this, to do that. But I have no money for play I have no money for hobbies and that really dug me deep because I was like okay yep hobbies you can do you don't actually have to have money to do hobbies you can go out you can do this you can do that and that really showed in a pandemic you can go out for a walk but it got to the point where I was like why do I feel guilty Mm. for having play why do I feel guilty for having a hobby because when I stopped that my work Was not delivering as well as soon as I put the time aside to actually have a bit of play. And because I'm quite a playful person, as you know, like I I have to do it all, like quite a lot. (laughs) So, how much money was I putting towards my play? Not enough, and that wasn't fulfilling me. So, actually, all these other pies, like boxes, like in within the pie, was having not as good progression as it should because it wasn't balanced because i wasn't doing in it i wasn't in the masculine i wasn't i, w- I just I had no energy there to be fair so that was one of my lessons like i have to if i'm actually serious about xyz and i want to do this i want to do that i have to have the balance
1: yeah i think balance is a really nice um like point there because that's what it all comes down to every time you know because every time you're out balance off balance off balance um something like the, the other side it will bounce back and that's usually where it hits us very very hard you know um best example eating disorder right you don't eat at all and then you come back binge eating you know mm-hmm. you go all in for work you don't see your friends and your family next thing you knew, know you're out at a festival partying your soul out for two weeks at a time <laughs> you know it's just um and that's also very that's draining because it comes in extremes and extremes and I tend to do that actually I'm a very extreme person um and I always have to really or I I, I am getting better at you know balancing balancing myself and being aware of these traits of mine and that I can source that out if I have to that I can get obsessive that I can be extreme that I can be a perfectionist that goes all in but I have also through experience and awareness collected data on how that is going to feel and how that is going to influence other parts of me and then and that's the beautiful thing about self-development you get to make a choice and you are the driver of this ship through life, you know? Um, So yeah, I think when it comes to life work balance, it's all about starting to drive that ship yourself and starting to, yeah, be the captain, be the captain, create awareness make lists people (laughs) make lists, collect data Um, really really honestly and like you said objectively look at your life, look at your everyday, look at your week, look at your month and be honest with yourself, be so brutally honest that you have to make a change if you're not happy with where you're at we're both
0: just smiling at each other now like (laughs) yes Do you have anything to add to this, my love? No, you really know that. I actually really enjoyed listening to that, babe. That was I, I actually really enjoyed this episode.
1: It was, ugh, I loved it. Because I think it just, ugh, it hits a spot for so many of us. Because it's hard to navigate through it.
0: Yeah. Especially when
1: you feel stuck in a job that you don't like. Because I feel like we've all yeah. been there. You know, um,
0: the, the last thing I'll say... Is if you're looking at all of this and you're overwhelmed, that's perfectly normal. Like for sure. Allow your system to regulate, then go back to it. And just take in each little detail of the pie. Don't look at the whole pie just yet. So and many don't, pies! Don't even look at the other pie. So but if you're actually really overwhelmed, it's a very common thing for people to look externally for answers. We just know the answers are within you don't need to go external so mm. i think that was the only thing i really wanted to add to that because you you smashed that well thank you hi hey, i'm really
1: glad also do you know what i was thinking
0: way in the beginning and
1: it just came back to me next week i think we should do how to goal set how to set these goals maybe you know do a little visualization yes of you know, who you want to be, what you want your life to be, um, and then how to set these little
0: goals. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I, lo- I like that. I like that. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's I do it. it. Amazing.
1: Well, thank you all for tuning in. Let us know what you thought. And um, we're looking forward to the next episode. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye.